Hello, welcome to episode 224 of the Loud and Proud podcast. We now know our under-21 finalists. We also know who won the provincial championships all across the country. I'm going to go into all that and a whole lot more, but first, Oasis. So the big question this week will be who will be changing the jerseys? Will it be a coin toss? Because both blue-white teams, majority blue, a little bit of white, won their intermediate, inter, sorry, their under-21 semi-finals. The Kevins were defeated by Roach Emmets and R.D. St. Mary's suffered at the hands of Nave Martin. Yeah, two compelling games, probably not the best conditions this time of year, but... It looked to be it looked to be a big win for Ardy at home. They're winning three three to one at one stage, uh, pushed ahead, and to Martins they dug it out to win two nine to three five. Um, really good performance by them to come back. Like that's a stack Mary's team. Really good Mary's team. It was a big win. Um, probably what was it five days beforehand to Tuesday to beat Mark Rangers Hunterstown in the semi final. Look really good. Ty McDonald looks like some footballer. Uh, the car Gillespie in the 40 Pam McKenney set the half um, no Tom Jackson and then you have Jonathan Cummins as well those would be the most well known players but like I said there's younger lads there like Callahan and that as well for Hardy they would have been the favourites to win that <laughs> look like they're obviously going to win it when they flew on but it looks to be that impact off the bench again from the Martins that depth and squad and age group and panel um, Sam Withers looks like have got a goal when he came in but uh, Darren McDonald, he's going to be a big player in loud circles the next couple of years. And then the Callanan brothers, three points. If you if you remember, this is the Martins team that won the uh, minor championship. Kind of came from nowhere to win that minor championship. And the Cal- I think it was Ben that got two one in that final. Joe Joe uh, Gordon's and goals got man of the match to beat the Joes. And Sean Healy. Sean Healy was able to go back to set the half back today and control things and play very well. Oshin Gray came back into the side and Tom Gray. They combined for one four nearly uh, half of the total to win in total for the Martins. But uh, yeah, what a win. What a great competition this is. What a great it, it, it is a great competition, but this especially looks like a good good competition as well. Because you have teams there that really want to win and really want to play well and do well. And you see them in the final, like you probably wouldn't have picked the two teams to be in the final, the Martins and especially Roach Emmets after, like, well, not not, not saying that, in one sense you wouldn't have picked them out because you look at the teams that were maybe further ahead in terms of development. And then when you look back to last year, you see the Feckins won it, the Joes mocked this combination. But in saying that, the, the Roach were in the semi-final or beating in the semi-final. And uh, yeah, they they defeated the Feckins during the week was a bit of a torn up for the books, and then today they were probably fancied to beat the Kevins. The Kevins were beaten in the Shield final last year, so they've put in a hell of a season and a hell of a turnaround, really and truly. And it was four all at half time. Looked to be nip and tuck. It looked to be kind of gonna go down to the wire. A few shady things like it's gonna. Like be to decide on the lighter shade or the darker shade, but who's going to get over the line? Maybe a um, a speculative high ball in or a, or a, a wonder score, and it just proved that going forward, rotated a little bit more. Darren Alley, excellent again. Dee Dee Riley, um, good footballer as well. Sorry, Darren Riley and Dee Dee Riley, two Rileys, um, cousins, I think. They they perform well, got a couple of points a piece, a pair, a brace of points, but. 
the greater chance of scoring out of the six points that the Kevin scored, five of them were free. So TJ and Tom Mattis couldn't just get going from open play, probably due to the the kind of approach that the Roach took, just soaking up the pressure, hitting them on the counter-attack. And you've good defenders in there, like Peter Lynch, James McDonald there with Loud, Young Connolly as well, seems to be pulling up trees as well. And then Glenn Stewart batting it out with Evan Mart. So they did they, good matchups all over the field. Mark Bourne played very well too. He's a good footballer. He's a senior, well-established senior footballer at this stage now. So they had... They, they had it in the bag they got over the line and like that that makes now for a fascinating final um, like I said it's going to be a coin toss like there has to be a, t- a coin toss where uh, who's going to wear the, the white and blue or maybe they I don't know maybe they just both wear blue and white and just uh, bashed it out but I dare it someone will have to change maybe they wear the county colours and uh, the Martins I think they have a black there's a black strip as well I think well I think the Roach have uh, a white strip but it just shows that Roach have been coming they have been coming. They're putting the work in. They uh, obviously they have a lot of under twenty one. Yeah, a lot of under twenty ones playing senior football at the moment, and that shows. And a lot of them are three of them are in with Loud, like Glenn, um, or Jared Brown as well. He's in with Loud as well. So three of that team is in with Loud. Um, so it's a hell of a, it's a hell of a performance, and it it just shows the work even with the Martins as well. They're pushing. They're going for it. They're they're. Uh, they're going to want to get an under 21 title under the belts. I don't know when the last time the Martins won one. I think Roach, the, the last final was 94, or maybe 90, yeah, no, 93 maybe. I'm not sure even if they won it. But yeah, when did the last time the Martins? I think they won, they won a combination under 21 title with, with um, Nate Breha, with Glenn Emmett and Matt Rangers and Nate Martin. That was a combination side. But, but um, Anson's on a postcard for that. When 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 was the last time they were even in an under-21 final? So someone send me that in, will you? And let me know when they won one or have the won one ever in the history of one of the last time they were in an under-21 final. So it it makes for, uh, it makes for a great final. I think, the one where it's going to be played, but I think it'll be, um, I think it'll be in Darver. Probably maybe the Saturday night, probably maybe the Sunday. Sunday afternoon it's the Bannon wouldn't be too far. Like it's a wee bit a wee spin down the road, a little bit further down the road for Roach. But it's still a wee bit of a spin for the Martins. That'd be a good crowd there for it. Um, I don't think it'd be Dowdles Hill. Dowdles Hill is probably too close to Roach, too far further for the Martins. The Grove maybe, but I don't know what shape it would be in it with with a kinda December weather on it, but yeah, that'll be a good final, really good final. Looking forward to that. Um, winners on a pick a winner on a on a postcard. I tell you who didn't pick a winner, um, myself because not shocking. The team to beat Cooley, I thought to win handy, I thought to go on and maybe win the All Ireland, were beaten by the um, Wexford champs, Saint Mung's Fitters. Like yeah, didn't see that coming at all, and they led fairly well early on. And maybe the Shockland play were a little bit complacent. I think they were. They had a couple of lads playing um, in the Division 1, not the Sigurdsson, but say the Sigurdsson League for Minute, uh, which they won for the first time ever against UCD. And the Minute had Craig Lennon playing. So I think there's actually 10 Loudfellas playing in uh, Sigurdsson Cup football. So that's really good to see. I'll probably go into more depth than that, closer to the time. But yeah, big shock there. And no shock with... Um, Kilmacud winning and beating the Darren's probably a shock in the, the the margin but maybe in another sense it just shows how powerful and how good Kilmacud are like all those boys are some like like one of those players 
would be a massive boost to any club or county. Uh, any club or county, yeah, across the board. That's how strong they really are, you know. Um, Lucas, uh, would love, I'd love to see a Louth team get to the final again, but probably had a great chance the past couple of seasons with the Martins and maybe RD <coughs> can maybe build on it and look to, towards it. Managerial merry-go-round continues. I have three updates. I'll probably get that out early this week. I have another uh, World Cup Loud Connection podcast as well. And something there for Christmas as well. I'm going to do something there for Christmas presents, Christmas present ideas for um, someone who is close to you and is into GEA. We'll have a look at that, something like that during the week. So it's a new month, great time to get signed up on patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. Um, during the week as well, just before I finish, um, we have fixtures for um, your Bone Cup. My favorite time of year, a bone cup. You can't. You're itching over Christmas. You're um, gagging for a bit of GA. Now I know there will be provincial semi-finals in that. We can watch them. Maybe that they'll probably be on TG Car. But yeah, so loud midweek, midweek, the usual midweek Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday actually unusual. It's usually Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. I remember going down to um, Longford last year, and this year loud play Westmead at home. So that that's going to be interesting. Um, that's the only home game to have. It'll probably be Darver. No point in saying otherwise. Um, and then Kildare in the group as well. Get a look at the Division Two teams. See how they're getting on. So yeah, very very um, very very interesting. And then um, yeah, Wexford is the last. Yeah, that'll be probably another plunder trip down to Enniscorthy again. Uh, Mickey Hart will probably want to win it. He usually does want to win those competitions. Interestingly, yeah, the panel is shaping up. I'll be looking at that. And the under-20 as well in the coming weeks. So, yeah, plenty there. Plenty, really exciting time to get signed up as well um, on Patreon. Um, yeah, what is that? That's the 4th, the 7th and the 11th. I'll be previewing all that. We'll have rookie reports as well. No doubt there's a few there, a few lads that'll be making their, their, their first start more loud. Uh, so very interesting how that that goes. I love that time of year. Lads getting tried out and looked at and be given a chance and maybe you know unearthing something there for 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 the national league going forward. But yeah, that's it. So congratulations to the Martins and Rose. Look forward to the twenty one final, um, and then roll on December. We're gonna still plenty to be talking about, plenty to sign up and listen to, and that's all. For now, on episode 224 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Good luck. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>